what it do, what the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on socials. Absolutely, man. And I am Spike Lou on them same social sites. Come holla at your boy, boy. Stop by the IG, tweet streets, whatever you do. How you doing, AB? I can't complain, man. You was uh shaking life at Revolt, I seen, man. What was it hitting on? Yeah, man, we got to go down to Revolt World. It, it felt like he was walking in Jurassic Park when they did the whole big Jurassic Park shit. For sure. It was a dope-ass little place they had as far as the, the movie soundstage. Um, I seen a real R&B set. They did the little Patreon. Well, not Patreon, but a little panel of real R&B. I did not know Queen Nigel was that thick. Jesus. Mm. God, she was thick. Um, Tank was on there spitting some game. Uh, um, Jeezy had a fireside chat. It was a really dope uh, little space for content creators. Shout out my man Durb. I pulled up for him. Got to walk around for a little bit, but we had to get up out of there, man, and see Dion play. Unfortunately, <laughs> whooped. That was a waste. Could've stayed for that. Yeah, that was a waste. Could have stayed right there at Revolt and signed autographs or something, man. You know how it <laughs> go. But it was a definitely fun spot, man. If y'all get a chance to go, especially if you're a content creator, it was a lot of YouTubers there. It was a lot of panels giving good information. Shout out our guy Darius Hicks from Wild Black. He was on a panel there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was some dope stuff, man. It was some really dope stuff that happened. Uh, if you go in there with a plan, a mission, you want to pass your t-shirts out, get you some content for your YouTube page, that type of stuff, or see your favorite YouTube. YouTubers. It was dope. It was dope. It wasn't like when we used to go when yeah. the stars and shit was out, but maybe we've just grown up. It's evolved. Yes, it has. It for has better evolved, or worse. Man. For better or for worse, man. Your weekend was good, though? Can't complain. I wanted to make it out there. Didn't get a chance to. Kind of hot about that, but um, definitely looked fun, man. I saw, I, I followed a couple of people that went. Looked dope, man. Mm-hmm. So I seen yeah, Puff was out there skating through. He made this little walk really, I was really impressed with the setup, bro. That was a dope ass, like, that, that land that they had for that that was fire mm. and just had a head everything painted up that shit looked like it had been there forever but man that's neither here nor there fall is here man we're back in the saddle with on deck tv podcast is back in the full effect this week ab man pharrell and timberland arguing about who has the best hove catalog they have the nipsey docuseries about to drop on your favorite streaming service Tubi. uh usher had a big announcement that came out rick ross has a suggestion for business owners but first making the news your mans we talked about drake dropping the single last week off the uh album for all the dogs and of course him and his semi-rival uh, his Howard Cosell to his Muhammad Ali, Charlemagne the guy went on his part uh, on his podcast was talking to Andrew Schultz. Said Drake didn't make no waves. Ab, he said he wasn't doing anything like he usually do. Drake should be worried with nobody talking about it. Meanwhile, it dropped today that Drake had the number one rap single on the Billboard charts. So Drake felt the type of way they've been trading jabs back and forth. But the last jab was Charlemagne on Breakfast Club saying that this was a part of the rollout. A, B, do you think this feud is legit? Uh, I do. Everything is always part of a rollout when you're as famous as Drake and, mm. and I guess Charlemagne at this point. Um, I think Charlemagne. you we would have never heard Drake say anything on his IG story had the news not come out that it was the number one streaming single. That gave him the battery mm-hmm. to say something in regards to Charlemagne. Because I'm going to be real. I didn't know. Speaking of no one talking about this song, I didn't know Brilliant Idiot still came on. Like I'm not even gonna lie, and, I, and I'm not that, that. I'm sure that's got their numbers are probably doing just fine. I just haven't heard anyone mention it in a very long time, so I was surprised when that was the source of this comment. I thought that was I thought it was Breakfast Club. Um, I thought, so that, I thought was that was Adam kind of ironic. He said, "Who?" I thought he was talking to Adam Twenty Two when I seen the clip. See what I'm saying? I had it on mute, so I was like, hey, "Damn, what are you doing talking to Adam Twenty Two? But that was my guy shows, and I fuck with shows too. Yeah, right. nah, I I had no idea that that still came on uh, or that he was still a part of it. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah, that was interesting. But to say that no one's talking about it and then the day it gets it comes out the day that it's the number one streaming song. Um, You just look silly. Um, <laughs> We can sit here and debate about streaming farms or whatever the fuck he's uh, who the fuck knows. Drake hasn't been accused of that. Drake's label hasn't been accused of it. So he's a, probably one of the most popular. I mean, he if not these, probably top three most popular artists in the world. 
the song, whether you like the song or not, is objective. I, that doesn't really mean anything outside. Like people got to step outside of their own circumference, dude. I may like the song, I may hate the song. That is not indicative of who else is listening to it. Like I don't. <laughs> he right. Charlemagne specifically cited his group chat. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? How many people are in your group? Uh... Unless you got seven thousand people in your group chat. That you're polling, if it's you and six mm. close friends, then y'all are probably listening to the same thing. So yeah, to say that, man. to cite that as the source was was kind of silly. And I fuck with Charlemagne, but that was that was whack. Um, I feel like if it had came from another source, then it may have had more traction. Due to Charlemagne and Drake's past, he probably took it with a grain of salt. And also, like you said, that he got the number one, like, nigga, what are you talking about? Yeah. But I I do think that the difference or or what Charlemagne is referencing is like when God's plan was number one, I knew God's plan was number one. It felt like a number one. It was everywhere. The whole story behind it, the marketing behind it. This being number one, niggas was arguing about it in the group chat all morning on our end. Um, it just didn't. It didn't seem like it was number one. It seemed like it kind of came and went. But that's the power of Drake nowadays. And that shows how much a nigga like Charlemagne has aged. Though I know he's still relevant, I'm sure he's not outside like he was outside when Drake was dropping the, the number ones that he remembers. Right. It's going to hit different when you go into clubs and you're still doing different outings and you're going to different summits like Revolt and you outside moving around. It's going to hit different. You're going to hear it everywhere versus... Oh, I'm 10 years in. I got a podcast network. I take care of my children children and go home to my wife every night. Like, where are you going to hear that? Other right. than what you said is the group chat. So, of course, it ain't going to ring the same to niggas like us who ain't out and moving around in the streets on a nightly basis and listen to it in the club. But like Drake says, like, bro, the numbers are still there. Regardless if a nigga want to hear it, regardless if you like the song, it's still measuring the same. You can claim streaming forums or whatever it may be, but I still got number one hits and I'm one behind Michael Jackson. So I do feel Drake frustration with a nigga like Charlemagne. Like he said, you get here spewing these, not these bullshit facts to your fan base and they run with it and having these goddamn discussions online. Like I ain't still that nigga. So I do understand where Drake was coming from, but again, I also kind of feel where Charlemagne was coming to. Like when y'all were arguing about it in the group chat, I thought I, 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 I knew that this song wasn't the number one song. Before you posted that shit, yeah, like, no, no way for sure. And and but I ain't outside to hear it either. And again, Charlemagne said it too. This is where he fucked up. He said, "Man, when you hear the title, like for all the dogs, man, you expect something harder." And that's what the expect. <laughs> we got to stop expecting shit from a nigga that does the unexpected, or mm -hmm. ha has shown that he can do the unexpected. Let me not say that. I'm not going to say he veers too far from the formula because he's got some formulaic shit too, but. He's also giving you a playlist like more life that had Afro beats on it five years before Afro beats even became popular. Or he'll give you the honestly, never mind, which is all shit that you listen to in Dubai on the coast of fucking whatever the coast of Dubai is, whatever the fuck that is. So then so he's bound to do that. He gave you a collab album with 21 Savage that nobody really saw coming. If you want to talk the hard shit, pause, then go listen to that. That's why you're like, what are you talking about? I got Stop! We got to stop expecting it, man. The expectation got a chokehold on us, and I know it's tough. You hear the title, you want it to sound one way, you're excited. I want 13 all raps, man. Both stop. When you're someone like that gets pulled in as many different directions as Drake, man, the likelihood of that is slim. That's all. I'm just, yeah, you got to be realistic, dude. I've given up hope on that a long time ago. Yeah, like, and as you said, man, it it's Drake, bro. I have to do the unexpected. I got to drop dance albums. I got to drop playlists because. Otherwise, I don't have this 10, 13-year run of being number one, bro. The niggas that were being predictable, those niggas that we don't hear about no more. Those are the niggas that I was rapping about 10 years ago telling you, letting you know that 10 years from now, none of these niggas is going to be around, and I'm still going to be here dropping number ones because I'm unpredictable. Now, as for it being fake or a ruse with him and Charlemagne, I think Charlemagne can kind of win at that. Because yep. if it is or it ain't Charlemagne, he's the one talking to people every day. It's going to make him seem bigger that they contacted me for the rollout and we're doing this. So I see why he leans into saying it's part of the rollout. I look forward to seeing how Drake can kind of crush that and, and show that it wasn't, though. Well, he, he's part of the rollout, whether voluntary or involuntarily now. So and now, yeah, now he is. Yeah, it, it, there, there's definitely going to be some adjustment made and some Charlemagne balls <laughs> added to that 
They like if we know Drake, if we, there is a predictable thing about him <laughs> is that he's petty as fuck. That's a and fact. that nigga is there's definitely if we got to hold the album up, there's definitely gonna be some Charlemagne bars added to that album. That one thing, that's one thing you can depend on. That nigga called him an off brand Morris chestnut, which was with the picture was hilarious, <laughs> nigga. That's dry. Like if I was Charlemagne, I wouldn't even be doing this with Drake, bro. Like, bro, like I don't know. Him and Andrew Schultz talk about a lot of different shit on their podcast. Like, I'm surprised that this even came up. To be I honest agree. With you. I'm, I'm surprised he hit Drake radar. Be talking about Drake, yeah, like, well, true that too. Yeah, but when you're a nigga like that, you always listen. That's like the Michael Jordan shit. Like, my, you know, niggas like that got that. And I took real that personal. Ass. I took that personal. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. That's nigga. a fact. A rich ass out of my face. Next up, man. Speaking <laughs> of rich motherfuckers, um, Swiss had a birthday party with all A-listers in attendance, including two superstar legendary producers, Pharrell and Timberland. They got into a fun banter, arguing, not really though, about who had the better catalog between the two with Jay-Z. Timberland was giving his props to Pharrell, and Pharrell was giving his props to Timberland. Kind of think of it like that scene from uh, Sorry to Bother You when they were arguing, but they were complimenting each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> think of that. Um, so, But that poses a really good question. In your opinion, between Pharrell and Timberland, who has the better catalog of songs with Jay? I already know we're going to have two different opinions on this because you love Timberland. Um, love Timberland may too. have your Timberland stand, though. Timberland got some hits, but... Pharrell, for me, has the better music with Jay. Mm. Excuse me, miss. Like, just to, to name one, I, I enjoy Jay Pharrell more than I do Timberland and Jay, but that's just me not being a big Timberland fan. I know Dirt Off Your Shoulders is one that niggas with Timberland bandwagoners. Yeah, Big Pimpin' too. But what I, I got Excuse Me, Miss, and there's one more that I'm just blanking on right now for Pharrell, like a monster. There's several. What's another for real? I mean, he's got see, and and this is what leads to my point mm-hmm. that I'm gonna make because I say for real too, but that's because Ooh, surprised by that. That's because Timberland and Jay have more misses than Pharrell and Jay. To me, that's the biggest Pharrell <clears throat> and Jay miss is uh, change clothes. I've always hated that song. Yeah, even though he is ripping it and do I to you look like a lane like all that he was ripping it. I'm not gonna lie. But the song is some slaw. Like it's it, it's it's a throwaway to me. But him and Timberland have a a few misses. Several throwaways like, on Blueprint Three. Several throwaways. Venus versus Mars. Like there's a there's he's they've got a handful of misses. Where Pharrell and Jay that's the biggest one I can think of. But you can even go to like uh, Excuse Me Miss Part Two that was on a, mm-hmm. the Bad Boys Two sounded la 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 like all that shit was hard. You can go to Allure oh, on Black yeah. Album which is probably one of my favorite Jay songs ever. Um, he Pharrell and Jay go crazy together. So I, I'm fucking with them first. But I like Timberland and Jay, too. They just got more misses. That's the So that's the tiebreaker. Yeah, Timberland got a lot of misses in his career, if you ask me. Just nah, way too fast. <laughs> now, I ain't a big Timberland fan. Uh, of course, like the maybe the R&B shit, but not the rap shit per se. And again, like you, you just mentioned, I just enjoyed the Pharrell shit so much more. Like, like, excuse me, misses on every playlist probably I got yeah. as far as just music that you're chilling to or you can ride and listen to. So, yeah, I got to go with that. Just, and then we got at, stuff off American Gangster. Yeah. Like, yeah. But looking at Jay and Timberland, don't sleep, though, because is that your chick? It's a classic. Yeah. Nigga yeah. what? Nigga who? Or jigga what? Jigga mm, who? Whatever. Right? Like, smash. that shit go hard. But. Then, but then you got like whole lot whole veto and shit like that. That's just slow. Oh, don't do a whole lot whole veto like nah, that. That ain't nothing. <laughs> Hove was ripping that. That ain't nothing. Don't, don't do Hove like that. That blueprint, like you can put that on. I agree with you. It's the worst <laughs> song on Blueprint, but it can even being the worst song on Blueprint. Excuse me, Blueprint. Easy for me to say. You can still listen to it though. Like I don't just immediately skip on Blueprint when that whole lot whole veto come on. I like oh. I do like uh the one with him and uh on on volume three with him and Juvenile though. That bouncy track. Oh, I do like that though. We ride. Yeah, that's oh, hard. Hey. <laughs> the Snoopy track, ain't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, Snoopy yeah. track. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. Yeah, that's but nah, Jay Jay and uh man, he, <laughs> he did that motherfucking fronting. That shit was crazy. 
fronting as well. That's what I was trying to think of, man. That shit go crazy. That's so ambitious. Yeah. Like he got some shit. Yeah. Ah, uh, wait. Some on American Gangster too. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Was it Blue Blue Magic? Blue Magic? Yeah. Was it Blue Magic? Yeah. Yeah. But then he he did that song with him and Usher on uh Kingdom Come though. Oh man, that's worth two. That's a negative two. Anything Dang, you want, girl. Ass. That's some. <laughs> hey, that's just some good. That might be one of the worst Jay Z songs ever. Woo. So yeah, Anything they both got some L's. Want, just girl. not me. That song is terrible as hell. All right, man. Moving on. Oh yeah, man. Before we get too far, um, happy birthday to Tip, man. Happy okay. birthday to Tip. Birthday just passed. <clears throat> Y'all know that's one of my favorite rappers. And also, man, thoughts and prayers to Crazy Bone. Yeah, yeah, he's in critical condition right now. I'm not sure what happened, but y'all make sure y'all send the thoughts and prayers out for him, man. Moving on. Speaking of thoughts and prayers, <clears throat> it's been a while now since we lost Sir Nipsey Hustle. A B man, and you know we kind of got the answers. We kind of think we know what happened. Man's been convicted of it, but Tubi, a new streaming service for Negroes. I'm just joking. <laughs> the new streaming service. Uh, they're coming out with a crime series doc. I want to know: Are you interested in the behind the scenes of what happened with Nipsey? I would 100% be involved with this if it wasn't on Tubi. That scares the mm. shit out of me. You definitely I don't watch Tubi. Tubi. I didn't know they had original series. I just <laughs> thought they had homemade movies, dude. Like I don't, I didn't know anything about a whole series. It's called Behind the Crime. It that's even the name sounds like <laughs> yeah. Behind the Crime. Like, what the that's fuck, bro? Original Tubi series is nuts. Yeah, that's nasty. Yeah. Um, if if you told me, hey, this show, nigga, this shit's so fire, nigga, and I'd be like, oh, what's the channel is on, man? It's on Tubi. I'm good. I'm automatically clocked. I don't give a who in it. Okay, if Denzel is in it, I'm not watching it on Tubi, dude. Damn, so that's a Denzel, shame. I'm Denzel good. Denzel on a Tubi movie is insane. Yeah, that would be wild if that happened. But it says, "quote the murder trial story and case of rap icon and street street legend Nipsey Hussle." The show itself promises a deep dive into the inner workings of the justice system with gripping cases that give viewers unfiltered access with real case footage. Um, and I'm. Oh, it this it reminds me of what's what's your boy Van Lathan? Is it Van yeah, Lathan? He did a series, mm-hmm. and I was skeptical about that. I'm not gonna lie, and I actually watched it, and I'm not gonna lie, I ran the whole season. Like I'm not gonna hold you. It was yeah. actually really solid. So maybe that this has its effect on me. I may check out this episode and see which other ones they have, but I'm not I'm not excited about it. A two B original? Fuck out of here. I like you did not know they had Tubi originals, so that that is new for me as well. But yeah, I want to see this, man. I think that it's important that the stories are continuously told, um, even if it's on Tubi. I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it'll be good, and we ain't gotta like suffer through a lot. But I, I do want to see that. I hope that Nipsey Hustle story continues to get told uh, as much insight as they can add to it. Uh, I think that he was that much of an impactful figure that i don't want the story lost as we continue to move on in time and people really not remember the impact that he had or the, the injustice that was done when he was taken away from us so I'm, I'm here for the content i like you am skeptical because it is Tubi, but i will i'll tap in at least for the nipsey episode anybody out there that watches Tubi originals that they got some good shit put us on game i don't believe you already but if just for the sake of you might have watched something let's throw it out there man it might catch me on a slow day i might check it out but i'm just clamoring for nipsey content i'm gonna be honest we haven't had much of it you know we had a handful of verses here and there scattered that's a big deal whenever that gets put out and we haven't had a documentary so this will be the first to my knowledge i haven't seen anything uh post his death so i'm really just clamoring for the content i they got me with the name nipsey hustle all right i'm all right i'll tap it out i got 30 minutes let me you know i mean i'll at least check out that much see what it's hitting on but other than that it it, i I don't know i'll watch the trailer man i just tubi has a bad reputation here's a here's a first step in cleaning it up i'll watch this and it's straight right i'll look at tubi differently i'm not gonna lie yeah i might watch another original series from them (laughs) um which one of the huge brothers was it that just did that pop Allen, he need we need that Nipsey doc. He need to do everything <laughs> rap-related, dude. That nigga, he cold. He doing that Snoop we right now, that, man. I'm really interested to see that. We need that Nipsey doc, bro. I, before I see another pop uh, drama <laughs> size, yeah, well, he, he definitely before I see another one of those. But before I see another, like, 
NWA or anything of that nature where it's like drama more so in a movie, I would rather see a Nipsey Hustle doc. I would yep. rather see that before I seen any of that. I'm definitely here yeah. for that. And then, and real quick, you like you mentioned Crazy Bone earlier. He is mm-hmm. he is in critical for a to fix his bleeding lung. So it is, it is oh, it's the second surgery to try to fix it. Jesus. So I don't I'm not a doctor. Uh, I don't pretend to be one, but that doesn't sound good at all when you're tr- when you're trying to fix it for the second time. Um, and I was it's just like, I was like, ironically, I was just thinking this the other day. I'm not bullish. I can't make this up. I was just thinking, damn, not many rappers have died this year. Like as as in in terms of years past mm. where we were in double digits for like four or five years strong. It has not mm. been a knock on wood a high-profile rapper. Well, not even high-profile, but mid-to-high-profile rapper passed away this year. I think, like, maybe Coolio and Gangsta Boo, respectfully. That was only two off the dome. So, hmm. it's been a slow it year when it comes to that. Violent. Yeah, you're right about that. It hasn't been the violent deaths, at least. You see what I'm saying? Ain't no takeoffs. Ain't no uh, your boy in um, the ticket spot. Yeah, Yeah, ain't ain't been none of that this year. So um, yeah, his the anniversary of the one at the chicken and waffles. What was his name? Oh, PNB Rock. PNB Rock. PNB Rock. Yeah, my bad. That was a one year anniversary just passed on that. Yeah, we haven't seen I, that. So uh, yeah, man, good. That's good, man. Yeah, absolutely. Because well, we'll get into that another day. But hopefully, we can keep it that way. Absolutely, um, man. Hopefully, we can. So moving right along, man. <laughs> Speaking of Usher, that we teased we had probably the worst Jay Z song of all time. He has been named Easily. as the halftime, as the Apple Music halftime uh, act for the next Super Bowl in February coming up next year in Vegas. Um, if you know anything about Usher, what he's got cooking lately, he's been in Vegas, posted up like Elvis, eating good off them residency joints. That nigga Frank Sinatra. Dude. He new age Frank Sinatra, bro. <laughs> yeah, he did. He had, he had a hell of a year. Um, my question are you disappointed by them going with Usher in hopes of maybe like a hip, a, a more true like rap act, or is this a solid pick? No, this is a solid pick, especially based off the year. Like you said, Usher has had the residency. Nigga been in the headlines. He ain't even dropped no album. He's just dropping singles, like just Facts. keeping his name relevant. So I think it'll probably line up with him dropping an album. New Usher music is always good. He's a goat. Um, and I think, this also, for our interest, it opens it up more for hip-hop. The more familiar they start seeing niggas like Usher on the stage uh, the year before last or last year, whenever it was, when they did the Dr. Dre and Eminem and those guys, that's getting us closer and closer to what we all want, and that's the Nicki Minaj, Drake, Lil Wayne halftime show. We do? Well, with the exception of Nicki Minaj. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, the Drake Lil Wayne halftime show. Yeah, we can do that. It's going to be the roof the next time they have a, a super bowl in new orleans i'm I, that's, that's gonna be fire it's in new orleans next year i mean 2025 yeah see that that ought to be it that like lil wayne new orleans usher is getting them even more comfortable with that being the halftime entertainment but i think wayne next year in new orleans that'll shut the shit down that's what i'm looking for so yes i support the usher shit because i know it's going to provide more opportunities for hip-hop acts what about you yeah, if you look at the last couple of um, Super Bowl performances, The Weeknd, Dr. Dre, Rihanna, and Usher. Um, Damn, that was three years ago with Dr. Dre? Yeah, 2022. 2022. Holy shit, man. Time is- so 24 would be Usher, 23 was Rihanna. So these are have been more entertaining to me and people in my family. We care more about this than we did with all due respect to Shakira, Maroon 5, Justin Timberlake, Lady Gaga, Coldplay, Katy Perry. Those were the ones before. Since Prince. <laughs> Those are the ones <laughs> leading up to that. So it's kind of cool to see it, you know what I'm saying, to see it flip the script a little bit and put some flavor in there. Now, I will say a lot of people were saying, I think Charlamagne might have said this, or some personality were like, so y'all done niggified the 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 Super Bowl three years in a row. Let's go ahead. Y'all can throw Taylor Swift on 2024, but when it comes to New Orleans, that op- that leaves the door wide open for Wayne to do it. Wayne. They're not doing Wayne and they're not doing Wayne in fifth year in a row rap shit, hip hop shit. It's not gonna happen. Well, I should not rap. Hip hop shit. I, I think they got to. Like you got cause Jay-Z run like you got Jay-Z at the helm. This is what he there for, unless he don't got that job no more. But I remember yeah, him being over the halftime 
I think this is the trend from him being in that position. Probably for the last however many years is the reason that it is why it is. Of course. <laughs> and look, hey, look, listen, man. After next year with Wayne in New Orleans, y'all can have Chris Stapleton and Taylor mm-hmm. Swift and all of these people. But all we need, like it's cool that Usher is there this year in Vegas. That's fantastic. But the main thing that everybody wants is Lil Wayne in New Orleans for the Super Bowl, bro. That would be that might be even bigger than the Dre shit for the culture. Even though that was the first one, you had Snoop, you had 50 and M and all of that came Andrew. out. You get Wheezy, you yep. get Wayne. Like, from where we remember him starting that with Hot Boys and all of that, if you, that nigga can do the Super Bowl, that's, that, that, that's it. That's it one is, of the biggest achievements for hip-hop. I will say it is trending that way, though. I can see why people will get excited, because if you look at – when they took over, when, when J&M took over in Miami, that was J-Lo and Shakira and Bad Bunny. So that mm-hmm. kind of made sense. Easing it in. It got a little bajer. But, but bajer. I'm saying, but that made sense for the, the geography. Miami. Then they did the Eminem, Dre, and stuff for L.A., which was perfect. Mm-hmm. Now they Usher in Vegas makes sense. He's been there for the last Because he's been there all years. year. Exactly. He familiar. So it's kind of like Frank Sinatra our day. <clears throat> it's shaping up. Let me ask you this. When you get that call and you wait, you putting yep. your set list together. Are you bringing the boy out? You have or are you to. You taking all that by yourself? No, you have you to. do. Paul, you, you, you have to. You have to. Mm. He's not going. Drake not going. Well, actually, he would do it for Wayne. He would do it for Wayne. Absolutely. Yeah, he would do absolutely. it for Wayne. Absolutely. Nikki would not too. Nikki. Nikki would come out for yeah, Wayne. Nikki definitely coming out for Wayne, and it's gonna go crazy for her. Can Wayne do a Super Bowl set though? Really though, yeah, not, yeah, he not gonna play hot yeah. boy shit. He not playing squad four. He not mm. playing his version of swag surf. He not playing mixed like. So you gonna you got like lollipop one six foot seven. That's two. Uh, a milli. A milli. That's three. Maybe go no. DJ. No, no go DJ. Go DJ. He coming out to that. He coming out to go DJ. That ain't that ain't it. Um, that ain't it. It's getting slim. And three, six foot seven. You see what I'm saying? How to love. He definitely gonna do how to love. How to love? Absolutely, bro. White people love that song, bro. He's gonna do how to love. It's how getting love. slim. <laughs> gonna do how to love. If he a real nigga, he coming out to that Mike Jones where he jacked that beat. <laughs> you want the Spike Lou uh Super Bowl to X nigga end it. No. Cut it off. CBS pull the plug. No, but nah, that, those those three for sure. He got he ain't three. got enough, bro. He ain't got enough. Oh, that's you'd have to pair true. him with other people. You'd have to. Uh, okay, so he got a Drake song. Those, those three we just named, and whatever Drake song you want to do. Uh, what Drake song you gonna do? Yeah, bro. What's the Drake song with all him, Wayne, and the, the only LeBron soundtrack? Oh, but that. there's other people. Well, I mean, yeah, you could do that. You could do that. Him and Drake. Him and Drake forever. You could do that. Yeah. Um, then well, him, him, whatever him and Nicky got. I couldn't tell you what that is. Uh, it's oh, getting, hey, man. It's getting Drake, though. We just named six songs. Is that and it? He let, he let Drake get one off. He'll let Drake get one off. Shut up for a minute. That's seven. He, he'll he'll do Nicky. God's Plan or Hotline Bling or something like, like that. And then we out of here. Man, that's rough. I don't know. I got to see how many songs they do. Because I can't remember how many songs the halftime show do. They don't do many. Yeah, it ain't that many. And they just like, when you do the song, it ain't but like 20 seconds, 30 yeah, it's seconds. Yeah, like a snippet. Like really going into it. But yeah, but, I, I still want to. So are you saying you don't want to see it? Because you don't think you have uh, No, I think it, I would definitely want to see it. I just don't know if it's going to hit like how people want it to hit. Like you it's different. Doing a, doing a Wayne versus with like cultural yeah, shit yeah, where he can exactly. play the Mike Jones and He's he can play, play the swag. Right. He can play some shit on no ceilings. That's one thing. But that that stuff don't fly on the Super Bowls. It's not gonna hit. Mm. Unfortunately. You know that they uh, I didn't know this. I heard it this week when they were talking about who they were booking for. They tried Taylor Swift turned it down. Yeah. Because what the you know the NFL doesn't pay you for the halftime performance. Yeah, she said she she's in that space where it's pay me or I'm not moving. Or but even more than that, they wanted a percentage of her song royalties post Super Bowl performance. Yeah, to like because the expectation is of it's a Super Bowl. It's I mean, obviously gonna get a boost. Yeah, but bitch, I'm Taylor fucking Swift. Yeah, nah. So I wonder if they offer that to Wayne or if other people had to take that because the NFL definitely wants a cut of songs for the increase that you get in streaming and sales. Oh, yeah, fuck, they, 
NFL right, signing 360 deals? Nigga, when this start happening? That's crazy. But that was the reason the Taylor Swift turned it down. Yeah, I, which makes sense. I mean, what? how many yeah, more streams Swift, bro. does like, she need, bro? I don't think she's on her own streams, I ain't giving y'all shit. Yeah, that don't Taylor make sense. Swift. Crazy. All right, man. Next, your man Rick Ross, the biggest boss. He came out, but he's still on his business ploy, AB. And he says, look, man, before you guys go to Shark Tank and you get them your ideas, come holler at me. You got an LLC. You got a plan. You got a business. I want to hear about it, and I'll invest before they go up there and take all your money. My question to you, AB, if you came up with a hell of a deal, right, Shark Tank producers calling you, some kind of way you get in touch with Rick Ross, you're like, come out here to the Come out here to the ranch on the south side, bro. Come pull up. You know, we can chill at the pool bigger than Drake and Kanye pool. Just just shoot the idea by me. Let me see what I think about it. Are you pulling up on Ross or are you going to Shark Tank first? Man, listen. It will <laughs> never fucking happen. I'm not finna So you can sleaze me out of my idea like you done did all these niggas at the at the little business co- conference, boss up conference. You can, no. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm going to go to Shark Tank because the thing about Shark Tank is so many people watch that. You don't need to walk away with a deal, nigga. Your website is going to be flooded with orders as soon as you walk off the stage, dude, from people watching and being like, oh, what's that? Nigga, being on there is the W. Me pulling up to you in your house, you probably ain't going to have no shirt on when I pull up, dude. You might be on a horse. It's just me and you. I'm not getting anything from that, dude. I'm going to walk my ass in front of 20 million people watching this shit on ABC, and they're going to buy my shit, whatever it is that I got for sale. I'm going to plug the hell out of it. I don't give a damn if anybody takes a deal because I'm eating good as soon as I walk off this stage. It's a no for me, and I have heard recently, ironically, this is funny, he just came out and said this, I've heard that they've been accused, him and DJ Khaled have been accused of jacking niggas for their ideas. And they businesses and shit. So I'm not no, bro. With all due respect, no. Um, yeah. Once Shark Tank enters the picture, I don't have any conversation for Rick Ross. Yeah, I'm out. Um, and I'm, and I'm out not, on that, like how they be out of Shark Tank. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Let me go in. Like Mark Cuban, but let me go in and get in here right now. Before you go, for for these reasons, I'm out. Um, here are my reasons. Like you said, the marketing for Shark Tank is a lot bigger. If no one from Shark Tank is calling me, yeah, I have a conversation with Ross. But for sure. and we were talking about this in the group chat, and me and you agree with this. And I, I couldn't for the life of me understand what niggas were thinking. But like, if I had an idea that was good enough for Shark Tank, Rick Ross doesn't have enough money to get me where I need to be. And that's not saying that he's broke. That's right. not saying that he ain't got money. That's just saying I know how business works. The type of capital that you're talking about at Mark Cuban or uh Mr. Wonderful. Or anybody else up there got Rick Ross doesn't have that type of capital, at least that I know of. And if he did have that type of capital, we would know. Thanks. Like it's just that it's that easy. Um, and the reason that I brought the group chat, Jeezy just the other day said that he had a lot of sh- strong relationships, and that if he needed a hundred million dollars, then he could just go get it from the relationships that he had, which I didn't understand. I he was said like, that I he built at the bank. He specifically he built at the bank. bank. He did say the bank. And I was just wondering what type of business plan that Jeezy had to be able to walk away with a hundred million dollar loan. And niggas thought I was crazy for asking that question. Yeah. Um <laughs> which is insane. <laughs> Listen, niggas man. think Jeezy getting a hundred million off street cred was the craziest shit I think I've read this year. If it's not the craziest, it's at least top five. A Listen. nigga actually responded to me and said, Man, you know the street cred is Jeezy. <laughs> he can go get a hundred million from his own boy. Hey man, Ooh. I know we throwing around numbers and Ooh. shit. Like niggas signing crazy football deals, Jesus. and but so like the numbers don't hit the same. Like they a hundred million cash is a lot of fucking money, dude. Oh, lot and uh, and it ain't there. It ain't. It's maybe four or five people in the world that we know of that ain't like an oligarch or a sheep or a king <laughs> that can be like here. Here go this hundred million. I don't need no paperwork. You my homeboy. It's off the strength because I know you're a hustler. Here go this hundred million. Just bring me my hundred million. Man, nigga, if you don't get the fuck out of here, ain't no way in the world, bro. And I like I just say that say business is different, man. Like we not here to shit on Rick Ross or anything like that. Nah, it sounds good to say it's fun to joke around and say, 
But the type of capital that you need to run a business successfully, that's what you go to Shark Tank for, bro. That's what those percentages is about. That's what the going back and forth and negotiations is about. Rick Ross just ain't in that space yet. Now, I appreciate him trying to get to that space. No doubt. It would be fire if him and Dame Dash and a couple more niggas had a hip-hop version of Facts. Shark Tank. That would be fucking flames, and I'd watch it every week. But if you're asking me if I'm coming to him or Mark Cuban to get my business off the ground, I'm going to Mark Cuban. Sorry. Or Damon or... Or uh, Damon or Barbara. Barbara or, or I'm uh, going Mr. To Wonderful I'm... or Robert or whoever Bro. the fuck else is up. Or A-Rod. Kevin Hart, when he sit in on... Some, I'm going all, I'm going all the panel. Australia, all of all them. That. I'm going with them before Rick Ross. Sorry. And I will say, though, Ross, and I, he recently came out and said that he never spent his million dollar signing million dollars bonus with Devin. He said he never spent it. That's cool. Said he still has it. So I, cool. we're not for to act like Ross ain't got no business acumen. Like yeah. we understand like what he got cooking. He has to because he doesn't sell enough records to live the way he's living. So he's obviously doing something right. Like with it's portfolio with probably respect. stupid nice. Absolutely. Facts. Don't get it twisted. Niggas is listening and don't like portfolio is probably dumb nice. Absolutely. And I would go to him. 15th, 16th out of motherfuckers on Shark Tank is all I'm saying. That's all. Whoever the last person on Shark Tank <laughs> that you would go to, I would go to get Rick Ross after them, after that person. Whoever was like, man, I don't know if I really work with them. I'm working with them, and then I take my idea to Rick Ross. Like, I, you know. Every time, but real quick, back to Jeezy, though. I don't know Jeezy. what it is, but these last wow, like these last couple of months, man, Jeezy interviews always sound like he's full of shit, dude. First, it was I used to, I would eat Subway every day for two dollars, and I would get one of everything off the menu for a two dollar meal. That was cow. Got a cookie, cookie drink, and a sandwich for two dollars. Then <laughs> now, now it's I got I can call. For, he was on to put in the context real quick. Was he was on, on Cam Newton's interview podcast joint and cam newton said if you had to start over from scratch tomorrow zero dollars what would you do and he said i would i got he said i wouldn't start from zero i got friends i got too many friends i built up too many relationships i can get a hundred million dollar loan or a hundred million dollar line of credit tomorrow he said that he can get a hundred million dollar line of credit from a bank and that sounded almost as worse as the subway two dollar meal shit it's worse it's worse for motherfucker to like and I, I'm not trying to act like I know more business than the next man, man. But it's just something that I really enjoy. I enjoy talking about it, looking at it, listening to it. We talked about reading motherfucking show, like all of that shit, man. I enjoy that shit. Like motherfuckers have other hobbies. I enjoy that. So for a motherfucker to be like, man, I can get a hundred million dollar line of credit. Do you know what type of business that you got to have to get a hundred million dollar line of credit, bro? Like, do you even understand? Like, From one place? <laughs> bro, like, do you even understand what you got to have going on for a bank, a lender, anybody to be like, all right, bro, here go this hundred million. Like, do you know what the payments is going to be on that a month? And you got 30 days, bro. I just gave you this hundred million. You got 30 days to start paying this shit back based off your business plan, my nigga. That's how business work. It ain't, oh, I'm going to flip this hundred million and make this play. Like, no, nah, nigga, 30 days, clock ticking as soon as you sign this paperwork. You got to start paying the interest on this hundred million. You can't pay the interest. You paying even more. And I can't just use the hundred million to pay the bills because then you losing money because you had to sign to the interest rate. Like it's crazy. Ain't no paperwork Jeez. on that street on them streets, man. Hundred million coming out of nigga. Nigga, hundred million out of the streets. You a bad motherfucker, boy. I ain't met, like I only I ain't met the nigga yet that had a hundred million cash on the street. I ain't heard about the nigga. All the niggas is hustling. All the the BTS uh, American gangsters. All the YouTube series, he's the, the Rich Porters, all of these niggas, the Rayful Edmonds, Big Meaches. I ain't seen a nigga yet that could go get a hundred million, bro. I ain't seen that nigga. Even in fiction, Franklin Saint, nigga, who you want to name? Nigga, Marlo Barksdale, Marlo uh, Stanfield, like whoever you want to name. I ain't met the hustler yet that could go get a hundred million cash, nigga. And I know some shit. Even Franklin couldn't get that hundred million. A hundred million cash? Bro, that's in fucking, like, that's insane, nigga. Or even, like, we ain't even got to say cash. It's like even a line yeah. of credit. Yeah, just a line of credit. Even a nigga being like, I'm worth a hundred million, or ten times that if I'm going to lend it to you, I'm worth at least a billion. Here go a hundred million, just, you know, pay me get back, back on you your can. feet. <laughs> get the fuck out of here, bro. What are you talking about? 
Take your ass. Nigga. That's you why better, I fuck with. I better fuck go with sell G, bricks, bro. nigga. Like, geez, you better go back to the pot, nigga. Ain't because you ain't getting a hundred million dollar loan, bro. I, I hate to tell you that I love Jeezy. That's my nigga, one of my favorite rappers, bro. But I hate to tell you that the only on deck TV show podcast, Spike Lewis telling you, bro, you gonna have to go back to hustling, my nigga, because that hundred million dollar line of credit ain't coming from nowhere. Unless you, unless you created Google, nigga, you got the next iPhone in your pocket or some shit, nigga. The fuck. And they call him oh. Bezos, man. Yeah, like, who is you getting them 100 million from, bro? Let me know. I got a business plan for him today. Nigga, oh. let me at least take my shot, man. Jesus. And it was false. Yeah, that's crazy. Before we get out of here, Will Smith, he's going to start a new podcast, man. It's called The Hip Hop Class of 88. This is a very interesting concept, AB. He's going to interview people from the class of 88 that he came up with when him and uh, Jazzy Jeff was popping and had me to thinking one would you listen to this about the class of 88 which will feature Queen Latifah other people from that era Salt and Pepper I think yep. one would you listen to this one and two what class would you want to listen to a hero podcast about or do Um, everybody is doing something for hip hop 50 and I respect that people are doing projects to honor the pioneers and the people that came before everybody that we listen to now that made shit possible for people to make shit now. Um, so I definitely respect that. Uh, like you said, Run DMC, Rakim, Salt and Pepper, Queen Latifah, Class of 88. That's a cool concept. Me, I would fast forward it 10 years and I would do Class of 98. And mm. I would look at the albums that dropped during that year. You got two DMX albums, Equimini, Outcast, 400 Degrees, Volume 2, Hard Knock Life. There's a lot of heat, Lauren Hill, Miseducation. There's a lot of heat that came out. Goody Mob Still Standing, AZ, 8-Ball Lost. There is crack that came out in 1998. And I would love, I would have loved a a deep dive. And, and not even counting the, the No Limit run. That's mm. a thing. That's a podcast in itself. You ain't got to put that in there. Big Time is How You Love That, Volume 2. Mm. There's a lot of shit that came out in 98. I would love a podcast breaking down the landscape of the sound and breaking down the albums, the top X amount of albums that came out during that year. That shit would be fucking fire. Um, so I'm here for that. But I respect what Will Smith got going on. I may check the first episode out just to see if it's something I can get into. Um, I'm not uh, I didn't get put up on those artists that came before me. I'm, I'm really into like the mid 90s and up. But um, it may be a good history lesson. And if it's well put together, then it's, it'd be a good listen. So I, I may check it out, see what it's hitting on. What about you? Uh, yes, I would check it out to see what it's hitting on. I love all. I got to get back to that DJ drama podcast. But yeah, anything. That can no, you don't. More information. You ain't really got to do that. You ain't fucking with it? No, nah, I'm good. You listen to it? No, nah, I didn't. I just. It's, it one episode was all right. One I don't believe it. Long. And one, one episode with Jesus was all right. It could have been a lot better, but uh, there's one with Tip, so I got to listen to that. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, yeah, man, all of that content, of course, yeah, I, I'm here for it, the 88 class. I love to learn more about it. My class that I would pick, using the same method as you, going by the albums that came out that year, and that was 96, a couple years before what yeah. you were saying. Tupac's All Eyes on Me, Masterpiece, Ice Cream Man, or UGK's Riding Dirty. Machiavelli. Like, Machiavelli, the ghetto boys like those are three of my favorite four for five of my favorite fucking albums at aliens too short at aliens too short came out this year with his 10th album he That's was crazy. planning on retiring in 98 niggas still rapping to this day yeah. uh so i did that would be a dope story in behind it but yeah 100 jay-z's reasonable doubt came out this year yeah. so 100 would be 1996 for me that's probably my favorite year of music silk the shocker album came out Uh, But yeah, 100% 1996 for me, man. Going from Reasonable Doubt to the Shocker album was insane. I had to throw that in there, though, because I came across it just late. Uh, (laughs) Tila, Peace of Mind. So to say that Tila, Peace of Mind. And I'll tell you, one of my favorites, since we had a discussion lately about uh, non-gendered rap where men could sing the female songs, that Foxy Brown, Il Nana, was one of my favorite female albums. Really? That that, uh, facts. That letter, that song on that letter, I thought that was broken silence. Oh, you're right. Damn. Good good catch. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. That shit was banging, though. (laughs) The the, the letter with Ronald Eisen. That shit was fire. Yeah, that's what I listened to. I I went back to listen to that Lil' Kim the other day just to see was it like I remembered it in comparison to what was going on. Which one? Oh, the first one. The hardcore? Hardcore, yeah. Yeah. 
hardcore with that time, it was like, damn, nah, it was, it, that was a game changer when that came on. Facts. But now that I listen to it, it's way more tame than the shit that's out now. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. In times more time. <laughs> Bro, and, and she had a full on like skit with a nigga jacking off on it. Yeah. Oh, like well, that's actually well, that's that's press <laughs> up there. <dude. laughs> Motherfuckers nah. ain't got that. <laughs> Wait a minute now. <laughs> that's still pretty controversial, but even by today's standards. <laughs> That is hilarious and true, but it still didn't even make it as bad as like some of the shit that's out now. So I digress though. Uh also that Red Man Muddy Waters came out and that chapter one, the end by three six. Let's go, so Mafia. Today, um it no, it's definitely some heat. That that's a that's a really good year. 96, 98, the golden era for a lot of people. Fact. And that's for uh, obviously our age group, but even people just slightly before and slightly after. That that's those are the years when when you naming the big dog superstars like X and Pac and all them, uh, but yeah, that's dope, man. Let us know who y'all would have a um. If somebody could do a podcast mm-hmm. on any year class of hip hop, what would you pick, man? That's a good topic right there. Because there's some sleeper mm-hmm. years after that. Like I know people Thanks. like to shit on the two thousand and stuff, but there's some sleeper two thousand years on the low that people. Some content creator with. needs to do that anthology series like that. Like just pick yep. the years and go over the shit that came out, the shit that was happening. That'll be fire, actually. That'll be a, a series that I subscribe to. Facts. Man, man, we'll be fine. All right. A B, let's get into some wins and losses, man, before we get up out of here. The first winner or loss. <laughs> and this was funny. Man. <laughs> your man Joe Biden, A B. Your man Joe Biden. First of all, he had LL Cool J at a 50th anniversary for hip hop event and slaughtered his name. Yeah. Uh <laughs> also called him a boy in reference. In reference to the work that he's done in hip hop, is just a real simple question like we do here at On Deck AB. Is this a win or a loss, man? Man, listen. Did you listen to the clip? Yeah, yeah. It's a big L. He first of all, he sl- he butchered his name <laughs> and tried yeah. to act like he was playing though, bro. <laughs> no, we gotta get we gotta get him up out of there, man. He on his way out of there, dog. He too old for the position, man. It's okay. The, it's okay. Like he's too crazy old for the is. position. I don't know. I don't know if y'all are familiar with the Peter Principle, but we're watching it in full effect right now. Y'all look that up. We're watching. It's called the Peter Principle. We are watching it firsthand, and that's Ooh. okay. Um, but this is an L. It's funny as shit, though. But it's an L. It's really funny, man. And be clear too. You're not telling people to vote for Trump. Don't like people say when you people think when you say oh Joe Biden's too old that the automatic alternative is, oh, well, you're going to vote for Donald Trump. No, no, no bro. No. All I'm saying is he's just too old, bro. That's it. Like, he's shown time and time again. We've seen this nigga fall. Like, we've seen numerous things. So, like, bro, he's just too old. And that's okay, man. We that's all it. get old. But let's not act like that That ain't the case, man. <laughs> that's the only thing that we're saying, bro. There has to be another. It has to be a better alternative, man. It has to be, bro. Uh, this is a loss. Uh, butchered his name. Like, Shout out to LL Cool J for being quiet about this, of course. But what can he say as the president of the United States? Um, calling him a boy was nuts, man. Like, was, <laughs> that was fucking nuts, bro. And like, like, and I get what he was doing. Yeah. Like, cause it wasn't even like the racist boy. Like, it ain't like how we sounding or like a headline where Reed was saying that. Right, right, right. But still, bro, yeah, still, like you just too old to even get that off. Like, even if you're trying to be cool bro. to say my boy, like, bro, relax. Nigga, nah. you used to use this word. You use this boy road boy word in a negative manner. Nigga, don't try to slide this shit in here now. Like, yes, this is crazy, bro. Like, come on, man. What are we doing? All right, man, winner or loss from Killer Mike was telling the story on a podcast, man. He said he was reaching out to Young Nudie for his deluxe album, called his manager, couldn't get a response. He said he went to the streets. Nobody could get in touch with him. But it just so happened that he went to school with Young Nudie Mama. And he called Mom Dukes, and Mom Dukes told Nudie, you finna get on this Killer Mike ex- um, deluxe album, and you ain't gonna charge him. Because that's my homeboy from back in the day. Is that a win or a loss, man? <laughs> now, that's a cool story, man. That's a dub. Everybody talks about how connected Killer, or Killer yeah. Mike speaks about how connected he is to the people. And and so it's kind of cool to learn that somebody had, he went to school with, their son is like up and coming in the rap game and doing very well, having a big year. That's a cool story, man. Cool full circle mm-hmm. moment. I like that. Because when mom tell you what's going on, you listen. That ain't no question. You better get your ass in that studio, nigga. Why you ain't Facts. pulled up yet? She gonna, and she going to keep calling you till it happens. You <laughs> did that song with Mike yet? 
<laughs> he ain't done the song with Mike. She ain't talked to him since the first time that he reached out, but acted like he called her every day. You ain't done the song with Mike. Boy, them people just called me asking you to do that song. Uh, I think this is fire, man. This is this is the this is the Atlanta that we moved here for. This is Atlanta that you always hear about the stories. Like second generation, I went to school with Killer Mike. My son is young nudie. Yep. Like, that's just that's some Atlanta shit, bro. Like that's Thanks. how it happens here. You you be talking to a nigga, oh yeah, T.I. My I did this set in the third, or Shorty Low was my. It's it's it, it's dope. It's a really dope culture to be around when you're outside. So man, shout out to them for that. Absolutely. Uh, last winner or loss before we get out of here and name the on deck of the week, A.B. Memphis Bleak had a phenomenal interview on Drain Champs, man. It's a really man, Memphis Bleak is an entertaining dude, man. I, I like, agree. Regardless of his raps, he's an entertaining dude. <laughs> but he said he turned down a role in Drumline, the role that Nick Cannon played. Is this a winner or loss? Um, He said this is his biggest regret. Yeah, First of all, I said this when T.I. said that he – lost out to it too uh, apparently everybody in the world was offered that role and, <laughs> and nick cannon was the only nigga that was like fuck it i'll do it yeah the stars <laughs> aligned for it to happen for nick cannon somehow but no this is a w because it went to the right person memphis bleak <laughs> first of all what has he acted in anything else nigga other than state property too like what are you talking about dude you offer this huge ass big budget ass starring ass role and you never did anything else dude. <laughs> i want to call cap so bad on that uh, shit, dude. Uh, nigga, fuck out of here dude no bro hey this would have changed if it's bleak life it wouldn't even been no Wheel line from Jay Z about Memphis Bleak. If he is still here in my wheel somewhere, that wouldn't even ever happen. Memphis Bleak would have been that nigga had he yeah, had to he take this job. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you too, man. This just seems kind of far fetched. Like they was just offering any nigga that had a pulse and was kind of <laughs> famous. Like, oh, you want to do the drumline role? Like the drumline role? Anybody want to do the drumline role? We all did, like anybody, any famous nigga, y'all can do the drumline role. It's right here, bro. <laughs> What? Who else gonna come out and say they got offered, dude? Oh man, like, come Next on, man. Gonna, yeah, exactly. That's funny as hell, bro. Yeah, that's, Who we got for on deck of the week. That's man? funny as shit. But and I did see clips from that interview, and uh, the, all every clip I've seen has been good. Though I'm not even gonna lie, bro. I'm gonna watch that interview. I ain't watched it yet, but I'm definitely gonna put pull up. Um, shout out to uh, on deck of the week, man. We're going to YouTube. Sean Washington, man, at Sean Washington. Oh, he said, "Dope pod, fellas." To counter last week's on deck of the week, can Animal Brown stop plugging the Breakfast Club? Those guys aren't good interviewers, and see the God wants to wash away the years of hurtful trolling because he's created a fake space for black content creators. And envious is an alleged scammer. Word to my guy. Go in. <laughs> Go in, Sean Wash. I love it. That's probably the best on deck of the week we'd have had in a while. I love it. Sean Wash is a man of the people. <gasps> man, that's hating, but it's all good. <laughs> you love Breakfast Club. That's funny. <laughs> Oh shit, man! What, what you, you got, got to put, to put me on? on? Right, oh, I got to go first. Yeah, man. There's a new documentary that came out. It's about Biz Marquee. It is called. It's on Showtime, and it's called All Up in the Biz. The preview okay. is out there. It looks really, really cool. Uh, just based off that shit that we was talking about with LL Cool J earlier, it gives you like another time. I've never really understood the appeal of Biz Marquee. So I'm gonna tap. I haven't tapped into it yet, but the preview looked really fire. I mm -hmm. really want to understand like how he was able to get that much run or be as popular as he was. And I ain't really just you know famous raps other than you got what I need. Basically, just that. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely tapping into this. It's an hour and forty minutes. It's on the Woo! Showtime doc. We had a long time for Bismarck. <laughs> I needed fifty nine minutes to be it. God so, damn. Let's see if I can get through them other. If I can get through them other forty one minutes. Um, it's on Showtime, which is Paramount Plus now. Okay. Yep. 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 And real quick, mentioning that that Will Smith class of eighty eight comes out October twenty six. By the way, on Audible and Amazon Music. Um. That's interesting. I do like the I do respect the part about seeing what the appeal was and just kind of enlightening you on what the hell was about Bismarck. Because I, I use that same logic when I look at like I watched Juice World documentary because I didn't get it. I was like, let me see what the, I don't get it. Kid Cuddy documentary, same thing. XX, so, you watched the XX, you know what I'm Yeah, so that's definitely a, a, a respectable take. I've got two put ons real quick. Um, this is for the Nashville people. D Tay has an interview. 
on Cam you know Capone news. And there's about and for those who don't know, he was Young Buck's rhyming partner before hey, they blew before Buck blew up and went on and went on the G Unit. Detail was featured on a couple of songs with him on the on that straight out of Cashville. Dude, if you ever wondered why what happened to Young Buck? Why did he not blow up? Why did he how did he fall off so quickly? Watch a couple of these detail clips and you'll learn exactly why. For what we really? already know. But it's just enlightening for those who don't. It's I'm also sorry. entertaining though. He real quick, he said the first he said the first time 50, I mean, Buck took him with to go to 50 New House, the one he bought from Mike Tyson. The nigga said he went into his fridge. He was so hungry. While they were giving a tour, he went into the fridge and made a sandwich and ate chips and, and ate uh vitamin water out the what's name. He would have never came back to my house. And Buck was so pissed at that nigga. He tells a story about yeah. when he got the spinner chain took in Chicago. It's actually he's actually really a funny, he's actually a pretty funny story. He's entertaining. Yeah, he, captured, he is entertaining. He, he got an engagement. Yeah, he captivated. But if you're listening, you'll hear a couple of context clues. Oh, that's why them niggas are where they are. And not versus where they could have been. You'll hear it. Um, Making a sandwich in a nigga house is insane. Bro, Go ahead, my fuck. That's, it's, the story is, it is pretty funny, though. But you got to hear him talking about the G-Unit chain, though. Man, we was in Chicago. They told us just go to the radio station and go back to the hotel. But, man, I wanted to kick it. Right, Buck had the chain, but we got somebody to distract him. We took the chain and rocked it and went out. Hey, bro. Huh? It's like six strikes leading up to the chain actually getting took. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> what? Anyway. I ain't going to lie, though. That's some Nashville nigga shit, though. Nah. Being from that city and listening and hearing you say that, I know hundreds of niggas that have the same thought process. And you're like, nigga, what was you thinking? The security told us to come right on in, but we wanted to stand outside first and just hang out with the people. Yeah, huh? Okay. okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, also, bro. I watched a movie on Hulu. Very interesting. It's called No One Will Save You. It's like an alien really? Asian movie. Emma was promoing. They, they must be, they pumping that because it was they all are. on my front page today. They, yeah, they pumping the hell out of it. I was trying to find something to watch. It's short. It's only like an hour and 20 minutes. So it's really Before. short. There's three words spoken the entire movie. I, know, I ain't watching it now. But it's, it, they pulled it off though. But the ending is, I want somebody to explain the ending to me. That's all. So if anybody has watched it, if anybody's seen it. A lot of people have been talking about this movie. Tell me what the ending is. What the the ending mean? What does that mean? Just tell me what it means. I'm a pretty bright individual. I usually get things on the first or second try. I don't understand what happened. So somebody tell me what the meaning is. What was the meaning of the ending? That's all I want to know. Three words, the whole movie is nuts. Three words, bro. No lie. Before we get out of here, being the movie buff, have you seen the preview for that movie? Uh, the creator, you fucking with yeah. that? No, I'm not fucking, you fucking with that. With, you're not fucking with that? <laughs> no, that shit was like that. That preview, that's that's my bag right there. I want to see that, nigga. You're gonna be so hot about that. <laughs> they was gassing, they was gassing the preview, the number one movie of the year, <laughs> a phenomenal movie going experience this is the best thing you'll see on screen in 2023 make sure you see it on the biggest screen ever like they was gassing i fell for all of that like, oh shit denzel son in here nigga i'm gonna fuck with that so you ain't fucking with it nope really that ain't gonna be good really yeah this nah. is the best movie of the year what makes you say that it, it's, it's dropping during a slow period because not much mm-hmm. is coming out over the next three months dude i think dude right, largely in because of the writer strike, it's very quiet in the movies. And the fourth quarter is usually when some heat drops. It's quiet, nigga. And well, the, just, the, the gas that they're pouring on it is just they, that. It's they, gas. They, they pouring the new gas on there, nigga. That's the Oppenheimer gas that they got on there, nigga. Hey, hey, I ain't gonna lie. I saw a commercial today that convinced me. I said, nigga, I'm going to see that this weekend. Nigga, I got to see what the fuss is about. If it's good, don't let me know. I'll go check it out, but it don't look like because it's quiet, but it don't look like nothing. You might be able to talk me out of it. No, I might just wait till that shit comes to the fire stick. Now that you say that, I was going to get the IMAX joint and everything. I thought you was going to be like, yeah, nigga, I've been waiting on that. I'm going Friday at 12. I thought that's hot about them 20. (laughs) So hot about that, (laughs) dog. I just wait until that Martin Scorsese joint come out there. 
Yeah, have you seen the preview for that? You just butchered that nigga name like Biden Whatever did LL, dude. Like. <laughs> yeah. The one with De Niro and uh, your boy. Have you seen no, I'm fucking with that, though. DiCaprio and them, yeah. Thanks. For yeah, sure. Oh, uh, all right, man. Movie right, podcast man. coming soon. Now, um, yeah, guys, it's another episode in the books, man. We appreciate y'all tapping in as always. Make sure you leave a comment for us, subscribe, youtube.com slash on deck TV show. Um, also, watch my Packers this Thursday and get another W on primetime. That's what we do. Um, name so another franchise with three Hall of Fame quarterbacks in a row. So you can't. <laughs> you can't. You know, the is nuts. You can only you name an all pro yet. Relax, bro. He's <laughs> not even an all pro yet. Dude, please relax. <laughs> oh, yeah. Another put on is the morning show. The morning show fire. They cook it with hot grease on Apple TV. Yeah, but you got to sit through season two, though. And I know that wasn't fire. Season two was okay. See? Because they were dealing with that COVID shit. It wrapped up good, though. It wrapped up good. Like the last three episodes, they was cooking. But the first three episodes of this season, oh, they in they bag. They, they hired some writers. I don't know what the fuck happened. But they in they bag the first three episodes of this season, though. I'll think about it, man. Uh, appreciate that, everybody. Anything else before we get out of here? That is it, man. We appreciate you guys tapping into the On Deck TV show. We out. Yes, sir.